Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Just before we start the podcast, a little word from our sponsor, Beer52. The football is back, Fantasy Premier League back, and so are the craft beer peddlers, the best ones in the world. Uh, Beer52 are offering you free beer while you're playing your FPL, while you're putting your team together during the week. Uh, They're offering eight craft beers, sourced and curated from the best breweries on the planet, for free. All you need to do is go to beer52.com, beer, the word beer, the number five, the number two dot com slash game week and just cover the five ninety five for the postage. Dan, you'll know that Beer 52 is the world's most popular craft beer discovery club. Yes, you've been to it. Yeah. Uh, how many members would you say roughly around the world? Five. No, 150,000. Way off. Um, uh, they, they get a brand new case of beer every month. I just had a case delivered. There's some lovely craft lager on there, some very different IPAs, not just small cans, Dan. They got big cans if you don't like dark beer you can get light beer yeah because you know often cans nowadays are are sort of the size of a coke can as opposed to the the size of a can of uh, another premium strength lager perhaps Uh, but uh, now they do all cans in all different sizes they do bottles as well let's not get bogged down in how the beer is delivered to your mouth what it is it's delivered to your house every month there's a different theme Uh, New Zealand South Africa Korea etc etc so uh, you also get the ferment magazine and the tasty snack all thrown in uh, if you do change your mind as well, you can pause or cancel your account at any time. So, Dan, can I just repeat it one more time before we start the podcast? Go to beer52.com slash gameweek to get your first case of eight beers for five ninety five. beer52.com slash gameweek. Nice can. Press play on the production to start the podcast. Game Week. Are you watching Harry Kane, sang the Spurs fans, as their number came up at the Pep Roulette table? Well, Harry never does well on the FPL in August for one reason or another. But will he be back in your team now, Danny Pryor? Proud cockerel, cock of the south. 
Lily White Boy. <laughs> what a mess his brother has created, Dan. Are you, are you, is he going to play? He's not playing in the Europa Conference, whatever that Tim Pot European thing you're in is. Uh, but he's he's not going to play again for Spurs, is he? It sounds like the deal is getting a step closer at the time of recording, if anything. Wow. What, where did you hear that? Uh, one of my mates on a WhatsApp group. <laughs> Brilliant. So, yeah, 100% reliable source. Uh, I mean... I cannot imagine anyone more bored of this than like than us guys and the people involved in FPL it's incredibly boring saga that's gone nowhere mm. uh, I, I suspect he'd be on the bench but I don't um, I don't think I'll be picking him no, 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 not at this stage. But he's going to come back with his tail between his legs. You don't really need him when you've got Sun, though, I suppose, Danny Pryor. Um, uh, 10 million price tag this season, but still worth it when you look at those Spurs uh, fixtures coming up Wolves away, Watford at home, Palace away. Some decent games coming up. And is it fair to say you're reborn under Nuno? No, I think that was just it. Was a, it's a, obviously a hard game, but I think it's a good time to play City because they started slowly last season, if you remember. A lot of players on international duty haven't signed a striker yet. Son has a really good record against City. We kind of missed it the other day. Yeah. But the thing was, it was the value. It's so expensive. And some of what you can get for that money, how many... Double-digit midfielders. Yes, a little bit of prior knowledge you didn't pass on to our dear podcast listener there, Dan. Another another one which you seem to be privy to, which I didn't know, was that Greenwood is sort of playing up front for Man United. I mean, is this is, is this just for a while while Cavani's out injured? Or well, hang on, where did you think he was going to play? I didn't know where he was going to fit into the team. I've, he's not played as a striker before, I don't think, has he? Greenwood is a striker. That's he's normally that's what he does. Just because trendy football now is a striker with two sort of. <laughs> he's normally. Often. A wide, he's a wide part of a front three. I think he was most of last season, most of the games he's played. Uh, that's such a, you know, that is they're interchangeable roles. You got Martial can do it, uh, Sancho. They can all swap around unless you're playing Cavani down the middle. Rashford, those guys are all a kind of tricky, quick. But Greenwood's meant to be the best. Well, he has got an amazing top. shot on him. Yeah, certainly. So I mean, he looks like almost becoming a must-have if he's going to start every game right in the middle up front. For 7.5 million. Well, I mean, Cavani was injured. Martial wasn't match fit yet. And Rashford's had that operation. So I just thought it seemed... Uh, people were saying that was a risky pick, Greenwood. Mm. Uh, but eight points. I think he's the sort of player I'll have until the transfer window closes and then uh, reassess where my squad is. But yeah, I did have him. I didn't have any Spurs players. I think it's the first season. Not one in- Spurs player, yeah. I know. It was strange times. Uh, in terms of them against City, the Son stood out. and um, Tanganga had a good game, didn't he? I seem, seem to be hearing that he did very well. Yeah. I like him. He had some before he got injured. Yeah, he seems like a likeable fellow. He yeah, he came across very well on the documentary. Yeah, but he's quite cheap, isn't he? He's only about, what, 4.5, is he? But is he going to be regular? We don't know at this stage. And what with your European adventure? Who knows what's going to happen? They're playing a whole different eleven. he said tonight, that won't... Um, oh, really? Wow. No one that played at the weekend is meant to be getting involved, so I'll be interested to see who looks like they might make a breakthrough into the first team. Uh, well, in the team of the week, Dan, have you seen the team of the week? Obviously, Bruno Fernandes was the, the top man with 20 points, his hat-trick. I mean, I didn't see that coming. I had to uh, make some last-minute changes to my team. Uh, I managed to bring him in. I brought, I brought him in despite... Because... Uh, Every, he wasn't part of many drafts. And then um, 
Uh, and then he had a disappointing Euros, but I thought he's always sort of overshadowed by Cristiano Ronaldo for Portugal anyway, isn't he? And then he had a bad end to last season. But um, And a lot of people saying that Leeds, it was a risky game because of how good Leeds were last season. I thought Leeds would do better, I must admit. But um, but Bruno, I didn't expect him to score a hat-trick, but he came through top, goal scorer, top point scorer for the game week with uh, 20. Was he your captain? Full of confidence. Uh, sadly not, Dan. No, sadly not. Because another oh. change I made, uh, uh, we might as well deal with it now, I suppose. I, I captained Marnay. Uh, <laughs> partly you reminding me of his existence and my love affair with Sadio uh, but it was another sad time because as a proud Salah Dodger if you haven't listened to the podcast before I refuse to pick uh, Captain Obvious because everyone else does and it makes the game quite boring so I try and think a little bit outside the box <laughs> and so I'm what's known as uh, as a Salah Dodger um, I, so basically whenever Salah Salah does well, Mane does badly. I think Mane will come good next time out. Otherwise, I might have to think about making changes again. Uh, but uh, I think Mane's just signing a new contract at Liverpool, so maybe he'll be buoyed by that. Well, I captain Salah, as you say. Yeah. Uh, that was my success for four points. Uh, nice to see him do well. Greenwood, as you pointed out, did mm. well for me. As about just over half my team did well and half did not well. So I, in the bad end, uh, Luke Shaw... Uh, who I know is a very popular pick, Rafinha. Yeah, Rafinha was disappointing. Ivan Tony, another classic uh, man of the match on Sky. Yeah. Not any bonus on FPL. I've said before my thing that I think they should make the man of the match match whatever the, the TV says it is, then do the bonus <laughs> point system for the rest yeah. of it. Barnes, who's also got a yeah. new contract, he, he only got three. Martinez only got three, and that was quite a surprise. And it seems like every, every man and their dog knew about Simicast, uh, pretty much, um, except me. Is that how you pronounce it? I mean, uh, it was a merry Timiscus for me. Tomiscus. Well, yeah, so, right, so you mispronounce it so it rhymes with Christmas. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, Constantinos. So he's going to be playing for the next few weeks while Robertson's out, but he's not out for long, Robertson, is he? They showed Robertson and he's back training. They reckon he's back in two to three weeks. Right, yeah, but still a good one for the opening weekend, certainly. It was a great signing for four million. Yeah, we didn't mention it on a podcast, but that was one yeah. of those where, you know, the last three or four days, you sort of tend to have another... Well. Exactly. the options, and I saw that he was favoured to play. I think a, a lot, lot of people went. It seemed to be a, some sort of big movement. It was a big bandwagon, it would appear, um, to get on with him. But uh, yeah, fair play to. I doubled up him and Trent, so that was nice. Double. Yeah. Clean sheet. Other success stories were Ings with that last-minute penalty and uh, Calvert Lewin yeah. uh, scoring. Uh, and my big error was um, on my bench, I've got Sanchez, Diaz, White, but the big error that I left on the bench, and man, I should have put him instead of Rafinha, was Ben Rama, ah. whose price has already gone up. In a very rare bit of, oh, he's been good pre-season, so maybe he'll be good. Oh, so you missed that on 12 points on your bench. Oh, dear. Yeah, he's in Team of the Week as well, Ben Roma. So he did very well in that uh, that uh, 4-2 victory at Newcastle United. What, he got a goal and an assist, didn't he? Yeah, it's funny because he didn't really, he didn't play that much for them last season. He seems to be getting more of a look in this time out. I mean, just like Robert De Niro's waiting, I was waiting for the, those points from Ben Rama. Uh, but... Oh wow! <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I hope I hope all listeners around the world are, get, are getting that 
Banana Rama reference to a song from like the mid eighties. <laughs> we can't play any songs anymore because of copyright issues. But uh, God, we can. You can still make puns about them. You can still make puns about them, prior, can't you? No one's going to stop me. That. Speaking of our songs, they can't play that way. <laughs> it ain't what you do; it's the way that you do it, Dan. You know that's uh, that's another Bernardo Roma song, by the way. Um, I, um, it's the other. Well, speaking of songs, I mean, look, John McGinn scored for Aston Villa. Uh, there have been calls to play his jingle, but I mean, how copyright, um, how litigious? are the owners of the um, Michael Finnegan song. <laughs> I mean, can we play the John McGinn scores again song or not? Is that gone? No, we can't play it. Because who owns the rights to There Once Was a Man Called Michael Finnegan? Research it. Maybe it's not Happy Birthday where suddenly it's allowed now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's true, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, yeah, we can't give it a spin. We, we're, we're still working on those jingles. Uh, do you see someone offered to write us a new theme tune down? That's very nice, wasn't it? Well, generally, yeah, just offered some themes. That was very nice, yeah. I think I think we should maybe take him up on that. So seeing, seeing as um, we can't use many of what we've got, so uh, it might be nice to get him on to uh, to make us some stuff. Yeah. Is it Mark? Yeah. I think, was he a Derby fan? He seemed to um, have a problem with me supporting Forrest. What mega points did you get then? You I didn't get any mega points, Dan. I didn't have a very good one. Uh, you got 77. The average was 69. So um, I got quite disappointing 60. Uh, it was nine points below the average. But look, I I looked on that. I looked at my team on Thursday and then didn't look again on Friday. And I'm pretty sure when I looked on Thursday, the, the, the latest injury news was saying Watkins late fitness test, probably okay. Um, and Dominic Calvert-Lewin looks like he's probably not going to play. And then I think that changed on Friday when it looked like Dominic Calvert-Lewin's definitely in. So I, I got rid- I took Calvert-Lewin out of my team, um, I, and I left Watkins in. So Watkins wasn't even in the squad because of his knee injury. That was annoying. Um, then, uh, so I had Antonio up front, who got 13, team of the week. He's always good. I mean, although he missed a penalty in amongst all of that as well, and hit post and it was uh put in by the big lad susek on the rebound um but uh uh yeah antonio looked very good to be fair as did west ham as an attacking option we already know about that obviously i had ivan tony as everyone does he was very disappointing uh fernandez got 20 yeah mane got nothing havertz didn't even start for chelsea which was a real waste of 8.5 million his price has already gone down because obviously everyone's getting out straight away, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be making any drastic decisions like that, Dan. I'm keeping him for one more week. But if he's gonna continue to be rotated around for Chelsea, I'm not gonna be having any more to do with Kai Havertz. But uh, and then also another disaster for me was Veltman, the uh, Brighton defender. Um, his, it was pinged. Another victim of the pingdemic. Uh, my FPL team. So Veltman is isolating for. Uh, I think he's got. A couple more weeks to go, and Alexander Arnold got six. I did have a Marty come off the bench who got a clean sheet for Leicester in their defence, so that was all right. But yeah, sixty, pretty disappointing haul. But uh, you know, it's early days; really doesn't matter at this stage. 
taking last season's form into this season. Yeah, exactly. It's about, I do feel a bit like Nottingham Forest, to be honest. Um, we're just on a bit of a downward trajectory at the moment. <laughs> Forest have played three games and lost them all 2-1 in the Championship, by the way. Uh, but yeah, it's not a great start, but I'm, I'm not going to be going out and playing a wild card or making any drastic changes just yet because I think it will come good. Uh, I'll certainly stick with Marley and Havertz for a bit longer uh, and Rafina for that matter because it was very disappointing performance by Leeds. Um, I think Rafina has had like one decent chance that just went wide, but I think they will pick up. They'll pick up. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, it was the, what was it? The second highest goal scoring week in Premier League history, I think they said. Oh, was it? Over yeah. the weekend. It seemed to me like basically most people should have done pretty well because it was all the people that we thought would do well did do well, mainly. Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe Leeds and Man City being shock results, but clean sheet for Chelsea, that wasn't a big surprise. Maybe the goal scorers were. Yeah, I mean, Alonso's back, as we were discussing on the last episode. He's annoyingly in and out. You know, I mean, he, he's got a goal. He's always got that potential. It's just whether he's going to play. He got 15 points. And then this Chalabar, Trevor Chalabar, with an amazing long-range effort, he got 14 points. Yeah, I'm going to keep an eye, obviously, see what happens with Kunde. Mm. He will come in and, and it might restrict his options. And we know how much... Uh, they like ruining our rotation situation there at Chelsea. Exactly. But uh, a clean sheet comes surprising and uh, nice to see Pulisicki back in there. Mm. He'll probably pull another sicky soon, I'd imagine, as he does. Leicester and Vardy scoring again, no surprises. But um, Yeah, Pereira got the assist, didn't he, for that? So he got a 12 points. Yeah, that was a nice throwback. Mm. And uh, I had my own cycle as well but uh, when I was choosing a keeper, but he had really like a lack of clean... He only had about 11 clean sheets and he didn't really get any bonus. And then this time round, he's straight away and there were two bonus points. Mm. Wolves, there were some questions to be asked about who they were going to choose in defence, but I think because of injuries and COVID, they didn't technically pick what defence they would normally pick anyway. Uh, so it still can't remain... Oh, right, because I saw... I did notice that Kilman started yeah. and was looking decent going forward as he tends to do when he's given a chance but I mean I don't, yeah I don't know if that's going to carry on going no. forward though and then uh, no. I mean what with Villa what was that all about yeah I know unbelievable Dennis uh, the menace up front for Watford with 12 points in his stripy jumper I mean you know he was uh, he was very impressive wasn't he I think he's injured though now already um, he's got a bit of a knock but uh, we didn't mention Emmanuel Dennis in our season preview did we Dan <laughs> hey I did mention Canos I said that Canos will be I didn't put him in my team but I said that he was one of their top performers last season and he did come through with his goal against Arsenal but I mean I really didn't see that coming Pinnock uh, Pinnock I'm not aware of the defender who's also scored 4.5 million for Ethan Pinnock if you fancy a bit of that Dan Got 11 points out. I mean, I said about Raya, and I don't even barely know that that division. Then Raya, mm. well, you're yeah. on a bonus point, and he might be working out. Ah, of course he did. Yeah, 4.5 million as well. 4.5 million. Mm. Are you um, concerned about Arsenal as an FPL pick? Because I mean, they had no Abamyang, no Lacazette. Yeah, uh, they've got his own guard back now, uh, who was quite a locker of doors. Yeah, Hardy was unfit. So there's been a lot, and Saka was on the bench, there's been a lot of sort of in the press about Arsenal, but I kind of feel like, I mean, I think it was about the performance and I didn't watch the match in terms of the desire, but 
I mean, if you take out your best two front players, and well, maybe a three if you include Saka, and your midfield kind of anchor in party, and you do that with any other team, they're all going to struggle, aren't they? It seems yeah, to me well, like that's true. A little bit knee-jerk. I think just because it was a newly promoted side, maybe. Obviously, it's not a great result for them, but I don't know in terms of, as a season, maybe that really... No, I wouldn't that. say it's. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know what's going on with Lacazette and Aubameyang, whether they're ill or not. But um, it seems like a strange situation for them. But uh, they're also the signing of uh, the new goalkeeper Ramsdale, which seems to be going through. That's a bit, a bit of a strange one. I don't think Leno was that bad in goal for them. I don't think he's necessarily their problem in defence. Tide has turned on opinion with him a little bit because I remember last season an Arsenal fan at work uh, was saying how world class he thought Leno was, but this. Season, and it seems like the fans or some of the fans are turning over a bit uh, Smith Rowe had a good game even though he didn't obviously get amongst the points really he's yeah. a deep midfield option although now with Odegaard in it raises question marks over how much uh, yes. uh, I've got White have you got White? A lot. Of, he's a very popular no. pick I didn't fancy Arsenal defenders at all, really, regardless of his price. I mean, you know, he's a very good, a very good bargain, I suppose. Uh, he didn't only have a very good game, and uh, no, they looked yeah. a bit ramshackle at the back, <laughs> from what I hear. Tierney's still their their best option, I suppose, in there. A little lopsided, and a new signing apparently looked quite tidy as well. But again, not won't be rushing twenty of them. Uh, whereas United no. five against Leeds I mean they were very efficient they didn't have a ton of shots I saw the, the stats United it wasn't like they had Ooh, well, 30 eh? shots they had a, they, they scored quite a lot of the goal sh- shots they had uh, Pogba was one of them I kind of had half an eye on and went nah yeah he's also in the team of the week yeah I mean he did he got three assists he got didn't he yeah four Really, four? It's ridiculous. Very impressive, though, wasn't it? Very impressive start to the season for Pogba. Did not see that one coming. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'll be getting him yet. But he's capable of that kind of form, isn't he? Well, as you've well, as I've already got Fernandez, but I'm, I am tempted by Greenwood more that more so than than Pogba going forward. I think. I mean, Solskjaer's given him a lot of minutes. I do wonder when players come back from injury whether. Yeah, know. how close is Cavani to coming back? That's the thing. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, but. Uh, at the moment, I'm happy with Greenwood, and also I think he's a you know straight swap price wise for Mason Mount. So that's my kind of if he starts not playing, I'd probably look to get Mount in instead of the fixtures switch over a little bit. Yeah, Burnley, Brighton, I haven't got anything really I'm bothered about there at the moment. Good comeback for him, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Brighton are all right defensively, yeah. But what well, Morpé got a goal, didn't he? But, you know, as we said on the last episode, I'm not sure he's going to be prolific for them this season. Both those teams don't seem to have changed much in the last year or two in terms of who you're looking at on it. No, certainly Burnley haven't bought anyone. I don't think Brighton have invested much, have they, really? Palace, we already were avoiding like the plague, weren't we? Yeah, I suppose that's been justified, hasn't it? The avoidance of the, the Crystal Palace for their 3-0 hammering. It was quite straightforward, that really, for Chelsea, wasn't it? It's hard to know whether Chelsea were really good or, or Palace were really poor, because I thought Chelsea coming off the back of that uh, European charity shield thing they won, that whether that would maybe tire them out because they did have weary legs and a couple of injuries off the back of that but Palace definitely didn't take advantage of it and they looked a bit shabby I'd be worried if I was a Palace fan Richarlison had a decent start he seems to be on a decent run after a summer away for the Brazilians a goal and an assist in their victory yeah Everton yeah he 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 had a good uh, Olympics by all accounts so yeah not over surprising better for Calvert-Lewin that he's, he's there 
keeper as well, but I, I think I'd probably stick with Calvert-Lewin for now. I, we wait to see with the sort of absence of Guilford whether one of these lads will be taking the penalties. Ah, uh, yes, of course. And uh, I asked you if you're going to get Decore. You poo-pooed it. He pops up with a goal. Yeah, I know. You, you mentioned him. It was a lovely finish, lovely top corner finish, wasn't it, from him? I didn't necessarily poo-poo it. I just said he's not. He wasn't in any of my. I don't think many people have picked him for the start of the season. To be fair, Dan, the Corey. I mean, he's not hit the goal scoring or point scoring form that he had when he was at um, Watford. But um, you know, there's potential for him this season. It's a good start for Rafa, certainly. Um, and you've got to be keeping an eye on those uh, Everton players going forward. What the next game? What they got Leeds away next? That'll be interesting to see how how that one works out. Yeah. Um, and then Adam Armstrong with a goal and Adams with an assist. So yeah, it's a good start right. for good start for his first Premier League game. He got a goal, so yeah, he's certainly he's watched this status, Dan, isn't he? Certainly Armstrong, but um, Southampton are weakened after selling off their best players over the summer. Um, Leicester looked okay, but weren't right banging goals in left right centre. Again, fairly straightforward for Liverpool, wasn't it? Really away at Norwich. Well, Norwich they looked look quite tasty the first sort of forty minutes, and it was that classic score a goal team. The whole game changes a bit, really. But uh, yeah, and then Mo, Mo starts taking the mick as he does. Yeah, but uh, hard one to watch as a salad dodger that at the start of the season. You <laughs> start to question. But what I, what I was, I, I may be a salad dodger. I get a lot of grief for doing that. But my refusal to pick any City players actually came good this time, which is quite rare. I didn't regret that for a second, which is very a very rare thing. Yeah, I've only got Diaz, and he was on my bench. Um, but then you, you laugh about that now, but it's Man City v Norwich next, and you can't really see anything other than a convincing City win. No, surely not. But just it's just a matter of who's going to play in that game, isn't it? That's the thing. That's why I can't be doing I can't be doing with them anymore because of the uh, the, the you just don't know what's going to happen from week to week. Dan can't live my life like that. I want to see who who does well, who scores in this game because it's the sort of game the Mares owners or the Sterling owners, or even the very popular Grealish owners, might be fancying a decent amount of points from that match. And I won't be surprised if all players played and scored, to be honest. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you'd have thought the usual suspects will do well. Yeah, and Grealish should get off the mark in that one, and surely. Maybe he'll, he'll play uh, Jesus, the, the second-choice striker that can't get in even when there's no competition. The forgotten man. Yeah, the forgotten man. If he's not used in a, as part of a swap deal for Harry, perhaps. <laughs> I mean... That wouldn't be the end of the world if you got uh, Jesus, would it? You know, he'd be, what, 120 million and Jesus? He'd, be, he'd start every week, wouldn't he? Brilliant. That's a really good deal, thanks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to make any drastic changes yet, Dan. I'm trying. It's too early in the season to go mad. Not, not made a chance. Well, I was ten- once I found out that Veltman was uh, definitely out for a while, and I've, I've got to wait and see what happens with Watkins as well, because I'm, uh, he's uh, he's really messed my plans up. He's really messed my plans up, but there certainly will not be any early wild cards. I mean, that's just madness. You've got to, and you can't go jumping on any early bandwagons either. You can't back all those Brentford players that did well and then uh, expect that to continue forever. But um, yeah, I'll probably do some changes after this game week. Yeah, I'm banking my free transfer. I don't really have my own anyway. Uh, I'm just wary of, like you say, uh, how long Tamiskus will last and. Uh, Greenwood, whether he'll get rotated. 
And I've got like a player like Diaz. If he's going to be a lot of money and then not get clean sheets, uh, then then I can really mm. as well. But so at the moment, I'm just going to stick with what as is. My only sort of thing that's hanging over me is whether to get Banana Armour in. Yeah. Uh, and if so, for who? Like Tony Barnes, Rafinha. Who do I pull out of the squad? So Ooh. it's a tricky selection issue that I have, rather than a oh it's, it's a good headache to have though isn't it Dan it's a good headache yeah I mean Brentford got Crystal Palace away you'd sort of be hoping for Ivan Tony to score in that really wouldn't you yeah, yeah I'll keep an eye on how he's getting it's not that he costs so much money that I'm worried but he might be one of those that people start selling and then I can't afford to get rid of him uh, or get a replacement um, I was yeah a lot of people that have got Salah and Fernandez, but I don't know there's a risk with that because you know, can only captain one of them and this main, the main thing is to have the captain of uh, to, some big point scoring, you know, player. Uh, but if you've got two of them, then I'm wondering about the rest of your squad because, you know, all right, he might get 18 Fernandez. Yeah. If he's not your captain, he's only getting 18 and you could have that spread out. I could have 18 points spread out amongst the rest of the team. Yeah. But, you know, I'm I'm, take, I'm sort of going with bench smench attitude this season, to be honest. Just having cheapness on the bench. That was my start last year. That was a good idea. Waste of time. Yeah. You know, I'll get a good bench when I play a wild card and then I'll use a chip at some point. But, I mean, for now, I don't need a good bench. I'll, I'll just survive. I mean, I like, I like an early wild card, but not before the window's shut. Not a tr- and there's no way. I want to know who's playing for him. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lukaku's arrived now, 11 half mil. You, you tempted it all. Of course. Uh, well, I mean, certainly tempted, but I'm not going to buy him straight away. I mean, I just think he needs time to settle in. You know, you never know. Is he fully match fit? We don't really know at this stage. Uh, what he still he he's already done his sort of um, isolation, hasn't he? So he should be he should be ready to be picked. Yeah, yeah, he's, I think he'll play. Um, but yeah, he's certainly going to do better than Werner, isn't he? I mean, after Werner's six goals last season uh, and 11.5 million. He's done well in the past, but I've always found him quite a frustrating figure in the past, to be honest. At Chelsea and at Everton, he's, he's, I found him quite um, hard going from time to time. You know, he goes a few games without scoring. I, had him. I think I had him at West Brom when he went there online. Oh, did you? Wow, that's a really old one. <laughs> yeah. It was quite a good option, I think. I'm, what I'm worried about wondering, rather, with Lukaku is just who else he unlocks. Because I think Zayac would have been great with with Lukaku as a player to sort of put crosses in and stuff like mm. that for. So I'm curious to see whether now that he's there, that'll make Pulisic better or Mount will get sort of knockdowns off him. Yeah, yeah. How, I'm not really interested in Lukaku as I am of seeing how his presence affects the rest of the team. And uh, that's a similar thing with Tottenham. I mean, you can have Son in, but then once Kane comes back, does that mean Son's shunted out wide? Does that mean... Bergwijn and Lucas aren't necessarily going to play or Dele so is some of these players coming back into teams that are up front are going to have a knock-on effect as well mm, certainly uh, and then there's the whole thing with um, Jota and Firmino at Liverpool and is that meaning that yeah. Firmino's not anymore? I did have Jota in it yeah it seems like yeah Jota's going to get a start ahead of him perhaps this year. and Jota's you know, still a bargain at seven point five, relatively, relatively cheap, yeah. isn't he? Really? Yeah, he's in um, there with just lots of uh, of Calvert Lewin and Ings and that. So, but I don't think I'll be, I don't think I'll be signing the new uh, Arsenal keeper, Aaron Ramsdale. I mean, it's, you know, it's like um, he's just taken two teams down to the Championship back to back, hasn't he? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Fingers crossed. For the yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm sure. 
they'll do something about that before they get near the relegation zone. Arsenal, surely. I mean, they already already yeah. talk of Arteta out from their fans, as you'd expect. But um, and we uh, we launched a head-to-head league, uh, game week league this week. I think we both lost. I... Yeah, you lost as well, did you? Yeah, God. Yeah, thanks for thanks for launching that. It's just more misery for me. Thanks, Dan. I really needed a head-to-head league to add to my misery. Uh, I had played. Salmon H, who uh, is a Canadian, and who beat me by three points, which is pretty small. Right. I I played um, Hirishikesh Tawade, Egg Fried Royce. He got a lot. He got 101 points to my 60. Absolutely battered me. I mean, yeah, he's go ahead. Goslin's top of the game week league in the first week, and fifteen points, no chips played. Uh, Fernandez, Antonio, Salah, not had a bit of tisk. Michael, a lot of people talking about template. Oh, your team's too template. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that seems to be one of the buzz phrases at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, everyone's got the same team already. You know, come but on. Not everyone knows that's how the FPL starts. You, you know, you make maybe you've got the odd wild card player, but yeah. generally you want to sort of stay with a pack, and it's further down the line that you start doing your risky stuff. It's, you know, Everyone starts like Doris from accounts, but it's whether you stay like Doris from accounts for the rest of the season, isn't it? That's the thing. No, so yeah, hold tight is the advice from the Game Week podcast, isn't it? Don't panic. Still very early. Still very early. When you look at the players that are going up in price, uh, it's Tomistmus, as we talked about. Yeah, he's gone up, yeah. Havertz has gone down, so this is the directly affecting my team already. The other one, like, look, Alonso, I mean, that's a very risky pick, isn't it? Straight up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, if you're jumping on that bank, Mike. Pogba's a risky mm. one. Richarlison. Are these, you know, yeah. players for the whole season? Are you just getting on it early and uh, and trying to just ride out a bit of early form? Try and find the next Vardy who just scores all season. Yeah, exactly. Also, uh, Antonio apparently is likely to be getting called up from Jamaica, and they've got something like ten oh, yeah. games between now and like December. So what they, have they for Jamaica? What's that for? Yes, yeah, the Gold Cup or something. Oh like no! Exactly, but I, that was what I read something like that. that he's... It's bad enough with his hamstrings, let alone international duty as well. I mean, I can't cope with that. Reggae, reggae boys could be yeah, put him. To plans there, West Ham wise, and as we say, also with Europe coming up, uh, oh, yeah, that out. yeah, well, that's, that's a big question mark on the future of Antonio, which is a shame because he looked he looked lively as ever, certainly against Newcastle. On that problem, Shell, yeah, <laughs> well, thanks for that. Go out on a high, uh, thanks for that, Dan. Yeah, so there we go. Uh, we're back next week with all the usual stuff. Um, have you seen um, Matt Ford started his podcast by the way, Dan? my mate from rock and roll football he, he suddenly got into fantasy premier league unbelievable he never he never used to play it at all he used to say it was um what he said it was like admin boring admin for virgins and uh, and now now he's suddenly into it for a new podcast loads of comedians how things change well i certainly wouldn't speak about uh, those players like that let me say uh... But I don't really... <laughs> no, not the FPL community. Look, the FPL community know us of they old. Know they know we're part we're, of we're, that community. <laughs> the sort of uh, held at arm's length as a, as a member of this community. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but... Uh, we're plugging away anyway, one day, like Waterboy. We're just, uh, one day we'll get our shot. A little bit. But uh, I certainly don't want to start up any inter-podcast rivalry and beef. Which oh, is no. Seem to be no, no, not oh, at all. No, for, no, no. But, you know, you, you, 
putting your own weekend show at risk. Oh, absolutely. Hey, there's room for loads of football podcasts in this world, Dan. Yeah, it's just another one to add to the list. I actually quite liked it. I thought it was very entertaining. But um, uh, yes, but uh, for the fantasy purists, there's only one place to be and stay. And that's right here, isn't it, Dan? Oh, because as we all know, it may be a fantasy, but it's f***ing serious. Game week. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.